Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's going to come on through, so we could see a few more clouds. Not expecting any rain with this front, but it will drop temperatures heading into Thursday with highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mar Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. Bright sunshine, blue sky, 45 degrees. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Mark Lewis. Coming up, fares could jump, stations could close as drastic cuts are proposed for Metro. I'm Mike Marilla. Reaction to Metro's warning of possible steep service cuts. It's like a step backward. I'm Nick Ainelli. Congress questions the GSA and FBI about the process for picking a new headquarters. I'm John Doman. Ukraine's president pleading with Congress for more money to help in the war with Russia. The Dow up 120 points. It's 2 o'clock. <laughs> is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is in D.C. today making a last-ditch effort to convince Congress to approve more aid for its war against Russia. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. President Zelensky made it so clear how he needs help, but if he gets the help, he can win this war. He made it clear, and we all made it clear, that if we lose... Putin wins. But CBS's Weijia Jiang tells us Republicans aren't budging. Some Republican senators have already said publicly that they don't think it's going to change any minds. And that's because the issue is not necessarily whether, you know, the U.S. should continue to fund Ukraine. But the issue is about the immigration and border policies that Republicans have now attached to this funding. Current aid dries up at the end of the month. Meantime, President Biden's pushing Israel to make changes. I'm Linda Kenyon at the White House. President Biden says as the war rages on between Israel and Hamas, Israel is starting to lose support from the international community with its indiscriminate bombing of Gaza. The bombing, which follows the October 7th Hamas attack against Israel, has killed thousands of Palestinian civilians. At a campaign fundraising event in Washington, the president also told supporters Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu needs to change his hardline government. House Republicans are defending their impeachment inquiry into President Biden today and could formalize it this week. Speaker Mike Johnson. There shouldn't be any such thing as a snap impeachment, a sham impeachment like the Democrats did against President Trump. This is the opposite of that. 
A vote set for tomorrow. Mixed reaction to Claudine Gay's decision to stay on as Harvard's president following her testimony to Congress last week about anti-Semitism. New York Republican Elise Stefanik. This is a moral failure of Harvard's leadership and higher education leadership at the highest levels. But more than 700 faculty members did sign a petition supporting Gay. Delegates at the U.N.'s climate summit in Dubai slammed a suggested agreement that says it they say it doesn't do enough to address the climate crisis. CBS has been Tracy going into the two week climate summit. There was a big push for a final agreement to include a phase out or at least a phase down of fossil fuels. Now, this latest draft does not call for an end to fossil fuels and instead makes it sound optional, saying nations could slash greenhouse gas emissions, including reducing both consumption and production of fossil fuels. A medical examiner in Maine just said part of the Lewiston shooter's brain to be studied for possible signs of CTE. Experts say that could explain his sudden violent behavior. The 40-year-old Army reservist killed 18 people. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 203 on WTOP, Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. We have sunny skies and we've warmed up to 47 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour. Riders this afternoon are trying to digest what Metro leaders say will happen with service and fares if money is not found to plug budget shortfalls. But first, let's get the details of the proposed Metro budget, which comes as the agency finds itself in the red by $750 million. Here's WTOP's Mike Murillo. Ten rail stations, which see the fewest riders, would be shuttered under Metro General Manager Randy Clark's proposed budget for the upcoming fiscal year. Speaking to reporters, Clark says massive budget challenges got us here. The cuts wouldn't stop there as budget calls for fewer trains to run, so expected wait times in between trains would be 15 to 20 minutes depending on what time of day it is. And Metro Rail would close at 10 p.m. seven days a week. Also, fares would go up 20 percent and more lines would see turnarounds. Can it be avoided? He says yes, with an additional combined contribution of $663 million from Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. On top of the $1.2 billion those jurisdictions already pay, law changes in Maryland and Virginia would be needed to commit extra money. Clark says he's optimistic the extra funds will come because he says failure is not an option. At Metro headquarters in D.C., Mike Marillo, WTOP News. This is Nick Ionelli talking to Metro riders about the possible cuts. They're not happy about it. I think it would be a real shame because if that happens, that's going to send more people into cars. It's a death spiral. It's not good. It would be a terrible thing, I think, for the city. I mean, public transportation is uh, really, really important. And uh, it's the wrong time to be cutting back on that. D.C. Councilmember Charles Allen, who chairs the Transportation Committee, is speaking out, saying he's confident that regional leaders all agree that the metro cuts can never become reality. Maryland Governor Wes Moore's office released a statement saying his administration is committed to working with metro and seeking solutions to the complex funding challenges. And we're also hearing from Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office, which says his administration is engaging with regional partners to chart a path forward to ensure metro's long-term viability. 
Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, now to Capitol Hill, where the relocation of the FBI headquarters to Maryland is the topic of discussion among lawmakers. WTOP's John Doman reports a congressional subcommittee is asking if politics played a role in the decision not to go with the recommendation of putting the headquarters in Springfield, Virginia. The site selection panel was assembled to make recommendations. And Elliot Dooms, the commissioner of the Public Building Service for GSA, noted that this time the GSA also took the rare step of releasing all the information that went into the final decision. And this is why we consider this one of the most transparent uh, site selection processes that GSA is ever involved in. We were surprised to see that the SSA came to a different conclusion than the site selection panel. Nicholas Demos is with the FBI's Finance and Facilities Division. The site selection plan allowed for this divergence. But I can say that within the FBI's own procurement shop, this is exceedingly rare. Doom cited two other instances when it did happen. But Scott Perry, who chairs the subcommittee holding the hearing, remains skeptical about how the process played out. American people smell a rat here. John Dome in WTOP News. And John will join us at 2.15 to talk more about what's going on here. No students injured when a school bus caught fire on the Beltway in Prince George's County this morning. The county fire department tells WTOP a car rear-ended the bus on the outer loop of the Beltway near Ritchie Marlboro Road. 23 Walker Middle School students were on the bus at the time. Spokesperson for Prince George's County Schools tells us again no students injured. The students were taken to school by another bus. As we think about what to get friends or loved ones this holiday season, some caution this afternoon about how lead can be hidden in some of those gifts. Maryland leaders are reminding folks that children can be poisoned by a very small amount of lead. Now, the Department of the Environment tells Maryland Matters lead can sometimes be found in things like toys, makeup, even children's jewelry. Items that are made in other countries are more likely to be contaminated. Lead poisoning in kids in the most severe cases can cause brain damage. Other issues that could be caused by lead poisoning include delayed growth and hearing and problems with learning and attention. Maryland requires lead testing in children as young as one year old and then again at two years old. And a warning to watch what you're spending this Christmas because it could go, it could catch up with you quickly in the new year. Here's WTOP's Luke Lukert. It is probably more the norm than the exception that people take on additional credit card debt during the holidays. Rod Griffin with experience says even just a few hundred dollars of missed credit card payments can have a huge impact lowering your credit score. Higher credit scores will qualify you for lower interest rates. Including a mortgage for a new home. Griffin says a recent survey they conducted showed because of inflation, more people are resorting to cash and debit cards as a way to avoid debt. But if you are using your credit card, be careful. You don't want your balances to be more than 30% of your credit limits. That's a maximum. Griffin suggests making a budgeted list this year and avoid impulse buys. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. By one measure, Taylor Swift is not this year's number one. I'm Jeff Clayball. It is 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. We say good afternoon to Dave Dildine. And good afternoon in uh, Virginia, Centerville to Manassas on I-66. Westbound traffic slows past 28, beyond Route 29. It's a medical response blocking the right side of 66 West. Road work returns today in McLean on 495. Interloop, outer loop between the toll road and the pike, right lane blocked. 95 southbound, a good run from Springfield to Fredericksburg. No signs of trouble. 395 northbound into D.C. beyond Boundary Channel Drive, heading for the 14th. 
Work zone, right lane blocked. In the district on DC 295, northbound traffic, heavy and slow early from the 11th Street Bridge into the work zone between Burroughs Avenue and Eastern Avenue with just one lane getting by. In Maryland on the Beltway, Interloop, slow from Central Avenue past Richie Marlboro Road before Route 4. Road work back on this Tuesday, like yesterday, blocking the right lane on the Interloop. Route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. You're coasting, 270 off to a good start from Rockville toward I-70 in Frederick. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTLP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Nothing but sunshine in the forecast for the next few days, starting with your Tuesday. Beautiful afternoon shaping up with highs in the mid to upper 40s. We got clear skies in the forecast tonight, and it won't be as cold as last night with most areas in the upper 20s to low 30s as opposed to the low 20s that we saw this morning. Tomorrow, Wednesday, looking fantastic. No, mostly sunny skies, highs in the 40s. And we're tracking a weak front that's going to come on through, mostly dry, not expecting any rain, but it will drop temperatures to the upper 30s to low 40s by Thursday afternoon with mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. We have sunshine right now, 47 in Centerville, 47 degrees in Upper Marlboro. It's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Off we go to Jeff Claybaugh. Gas prices continue to fall. The cost of a gallon of gas is down 19% since September. And now at the lowest level this year, the average price of a gallon of gas has fallen for 12 weeks in a row. Maryland-based Choice Hotels is taking its hostile takeover bid for Wyndham Hotels directly to Wyndham shareholders after its board has repeatedly rejected the offer. Taylor Swift is the concert champ this year, with her tour hitting a billion dollars, but she's number two for what fans paid. Ticket site Game Time says Adele tops the list this year. Ready for this? Average ticket price, $1,011. Oh, man. Taylor Swift's not far behind. Her average concert ticket price this year was nine fifty-eight. The uh, Dow is up 110 points. The S&P 500 is up 11. The Nasdaq is up 64 points. That's a half percent. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Discover. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing check-in account with cash back. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Coming up, we'll chat with WTOP's John Doman about the congressional hearing today on the move of the FBI headquarters to Maryland. A leader with the GSA answered questions from lawmakers. It's 2-12. Here's David Birkin, the Senior Vice President for Public Sector Transformation and Professional Services at ICF, on the discussion Empowering the Federal Workforce, Preparing Teams to Harness Data and New Technologies, sponsored by ICF International. Out in our business units, there is untapped, really excellent capacity in the IT delivery space, and we're putting lightweight control frameworks around them so they can work effectively doing technology things, but making sure that control environment wraps around them. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search ICF International. ICF is a global consulting and technology services company. We work with federal agencies to design and implement tech solutions that improve mission outcomes. We combine domain expertise, leading-edge tech, advanced analytics, and human-centered practices. Our 2,000-plus technologists work with industry experts and over 30 platform partners to measurably improve program effectiveness. Since 1969, public and private sector clients have worked with ICF to navigate change and shift 
shape the future. Learn more about how ICF can help your agency at icf.com slash digital. Hi, I'm Dr. Ashley Williams, a primary care physician at Kaiser Permanente and a Washingtonian top doctor. I am proud to work with hundreds of top doctors at Kaiser Permanente's 35 locations in Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. In addition to being a doctor, I'm also a patient at Kaiser Permanente. I love knowing that the doctors my family and I see offer state-of-the-art treatment and are national leaders in prevention and early disease detection. Learn more about our award-winning care at kp.org slash doctor we're moving in a new direction moving forward and moving beyond smoking we are altria and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices as we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company altria is moving beyond smoking Find out how at Altria.com. Coming up, the Maryland women have a matinee against Towson, while the Maryland men host Alcorn State tonight. We'll have sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. You're feeling pretty good. You just switched to Verizon 5G Home Internet. It's Verizon. Safe choice, right? Exactly. Maybe you won't mind waiting for everyone to log off so your network signal isn't congested. Oh, I love practicing patience. Maybe when your kids can't video chat grandma, they'll start writing her letters instead. Kim Kim would love that. It'll be great. And maybe the kids won't notice when you cut down their treehouse to get a better signal. Wait, trees block the 5G signal? Yep. It's time for better internet. Fast, reliable internet. Switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G facts. Now through March 20th, get internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for 12 months. You can save $480 over Verizon 5G Home Internet Plus in your first year. Go to Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G Facts. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular internet rate supply. Actual speeds vary. Compares Xfinity Connect more 200 megabits per second to Verizon 5G Home Plus plan regular rate. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 215, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for being with us. The proposed move of the FBI headquarters to Greenbelt continues to be criticized by Virginia lawmakers who claim the selection process is flawed. And today on Capitol Hill, members of Congress listened to testimony from a top leader of the General Services Administration, about why Greenbelt was chosen over Springfield, Virginia. Joining us live to share details of that testimony is WTOP's John Doman. John, we know that Virginia lawmakers have been saying and criticizing about the move, but what do members of Congress else ask about today in this hearing? So a lot of the criticism re- reiterated what both the FBI and the Virginia delegation have been saying, such as the decision to disregard the unanimous recommendations of a panel to choose the Greenbelt site, which happens. I mean, it is rare, but it does happen. There were a lot of questions asked about the reweighting of the scoring criteria, though a representative from the FBI was less critical than some members of Congress was about that. And then a few questions about whether there was any political influence, either from political appointees with GSA or the White House, as it came to how the decision was made and what it was. Is there really any recourse Congress can take on this, or is it a done deal no matter how much complaining there is? So I can understand if no one wants to say that it's done done until a shovel start digging. But GSA is beginning the process of acquiring the land there now. It doesn't own it yet, so I guess you never really know. But 
Really, the GSA has the authority. It made the decision. Now, Congress still has to fund it, and some influential members aren't exactly itching to give the FBI a shiny new building. As the subcommittee chair, Scott Perry, put it, you remember, his phone was seized by the FBI over January 6th investigations. But if you remember, though, the support for this is fairly widespread, even if somewhat diminished, at least because of the choice of Greenbelt over Springfield. Hey, John, how much blame did members of Congress put on the former GSA official who now works for the D.C. mayor? A lot. The GSA defended her, pointed out that she agreed with nine out of the 12 scoring decisions made by the panel involved in the selection. But it was also pointed out by Perry and the FBI that when she did disagree, it was to the advantage of Greenbelt. The FBI, which didn't always throw GSA under the bus while still making clear, disagreed with how all this played out. Also brought up her past employment with Metro, as did some lawmakers, especially Perry. GSA pointed out that she was given a waiver by the agency's general counsel to make decisions involving Metro property several months before this whole process was even revived by Congress. In the end, it was clear the subcommittee chair, Perry at least, was not convinced about a lot of what he heard. Albert was on the schedule to testify, too, but apparently said on Friday that she would not. I've asked the mayor's office why that is, and I'm still waiting for an answer. All right. To be continued. Thanks, John. You got it, guys. WTOP's John Doman. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Metro's new budget proposal includes big cuts in service, fare increases, and massive layoffs. Metro needs close to a or has a close to $750 million shortfall. Ukraine's president met with the House leadership and senators on Capitol Hill, telling them with more U.S. aid, Ukraine can win the war with Russia. A $110 billion aid package is stalled in Congress. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather together. We'll start with the traffic. Dave Dildine is in the traffic center. Virginia, Roslyn to Manassas. Westbound, a little heavy out of Roslyn up the hill. And then good near the Beltway. Slow through Centerville, but with lanes open beyond Route 29. Ambulance has departed and uh, freed up the westbound lanes of 66 between Centerville and Manassas. All westbound lanes open. Beltway, enter and outer loop between the Dulles Toll Road and Georgetown Pike. Right lane blocked on both loops. Picking up the barrels right now on the outer loop. Northbound 395 between Boundary Channel Drive and the 14th Street Bridge. Road work is back. Right lane is once again blocked. And in the district on DC 295, northbound traffic heavy and slow from the 11th Street Bridge all the way up into the work zone between Burroughs and Eastern Avenue with just one lane getting by. In Maryland, getting a little slow on the interloop of the Beltway near Connecticut Avenue. So far, so good on 270. Nothing to fear on 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. But on the interloop in Prince George's County, still sluggish coming out of Largo toward Forestville before Route 4 had a work zone in the right lane. At Mantech, putting our country first is their mission and their hiring. Learn more at Mantech.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Our beautiful week of sunshine continues for your Tuesday with mostly sunny skies and temperatures a little below our seasonal average of 50 degrees. We have mid to upper 40s in your forecast for today. Later on tonight, staying mostly clear. Temperatures in the upper 20s to low 30s to start your Wednesday. And for Wednesday afternoon, looking fantastic with just a few more added clouds as an Another front is going to push on through. Not expecting any rain with this front, but it will drop temperatures heading into Thursday with forecast highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. We have sunshine right now, 48 degrees in Fredericksburg, 46 in Hyattsville. Foggy bottom coming in at 47 degrees. Coming up on WTOP. A brand new self-service car emissions testing site shut down before it ever opened. I'm Neil Augenstein. 221. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important role of family caregivers. 
Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP. There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy. And that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on healthcare in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the healthcare system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To hear more of the discussion, including challenges facing family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. Trust matters. We instill trust every day by the things we say, the choices we make, and the people we choose to do business with. Hi, I'm Jeff Dick, Chairman and CEO of Main Street Bank. What matters most to you and your business? A strong relationship based on trust, reputation, and expertise, or a rate from a place where you don't matter? Expect better. Bank where trust matters and where you matter. Main Street Bank. Put our bank in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com to learn more. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If there's a story you need to know about, you'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP News. 223. A man has been hit and killed in Prince George's County. It happened early this morning around 6 o'clock in the area of Riggs and Chillum Roads. Officers found the man in the road and he had died. The driver who hit him stayed at the scene. Not clear if any charges will be filed against the driver. Well, this probably goes without saying. Getting your car emission tested can be a real pain in the neck. D.C. recently put in a brand new self-service emissions testing kiosk, it says, to make the process easier for people who live east of the Anacostia River. But we are learning this afternoon that kiosk will never screen a single car. Here in Kenilworth Park in northeast D.C. stands a newly installed inspection lane and self-service emissions kiosk. The problem is D.C. wasn't allowed to build it here. The U.S. Park Service says it heard about the kiosk from neighbors. The Park Service says D.C.'s Department of Parks and Recreation didn't have the authority or permission to allow DMV to to build this kiosk right here near the playground and athletic fields. The district says the kiosk will be moved to another location. In Northeast, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. Well, what a find for a woman in Scotland who got lucky in a bookstore. Talk about return on investment. A first edition copy of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone from 1997 was just sold at auction for almost $70,000. The woman who originally bought it found it in a bargain bin at a bookstore in Scotland. She paid just 12 bucks for it and even got an extra discount because the book didn't have a dust jacket. It was reprinted in the U.S. in 1998 and renamed Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And the rest is history. Jen Clark, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. George Wallace, I never get that lucky no. at a bookstore and find something cool like that. No, me either, actually. Maryland women hoping to be lucky today? They did, yeah, they did. They get lucky. They beat uh, Towson. They did pretty well this afternoon. Former uh, Maryland uh, Laura Harper, the coach of Towson. It was a field trip day in College Park as uh, Maryland beat Towson this afternoon. Bree McDaniel, career high, and uh, with 17 points, a new career high in assists with 19 and uh, 14,994 the attendance this afternoon in College Park, 12th highest if uh, at Xfinity Center for women's basketball. And the crowd today made up of 70 local elementary schools. 70. Cool. Ele- that is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Neat. Good field trip day, yeah, to go see a basketball game. The Maryland men back in action tonight at home against Alcorn State. The Wizards gave up 146 points last night. They uh, tied the franchise record for the fourth biggest margin of victory in defeat as they lose to the Sixers again last night. Just three wins on the season. Commanders return from the bye. They have a little walkthrough today and then get back on the practice field tomorrow. They'll head to the Rams coming up on Sunday. Justin Herbert, the Chargers QB, done for the season. Broken index finger. He